It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. A lot of stuff on the plate today, a lot of stuff on the plate regarding all of the things that were wrong and now the, uh, where you're discovering that, uh, that you were right. The wiretapping, the spying on, the Trump campaign transition team and presidency, it was all true. It was all 100% true. Three people have been indicted and charged. Many more are coming. You knew that. You knew what happened. You knew it years ago it happened. You knew years ago that uh, Wuhan was the source of the, the uh, coronavirus. You knew it. You figured it out. You did a little bit of research. You put two and two together. You used common sense, and you're not stupid. You knew that Russia collusion was a joke. You knew it never existed. You realized that there was no compelling interest for Russia to want Donald Trump as the president of the United States. There was no compelling reason, but there was every compelling reason to want Hillary Clinton in the White House. She was already bought and paid for. <laughs> she was already bought and paid for. You know, Donald Trump was for energy independence, and he was a, a hawk on defense. Sure, yeah, Russia really wanted him to be the president. All of this just this abject nonsense. You knew it was right, and you were right. All of this crap about a vaccine that was going to keep you from getting COVID turned out to be a lie. All of this stuff about kids wearing masks in schools is a gigantic lie. And, and by the way, there are many in power that still want children to wear masks in schools. We will explore why they do that why do they do that why do they do that well it's actually a very old marxist trick about your children yeah it's that real so all of that is coming up on the show the number is 800-922-6680 katherine herridge who is spectacular used to be with fox news now is with cbs uh she said that ig horowitz in 2019 found the FBI debunked the Alpha Bank claims, meaning Donald Trump communicating with Alpha Bank, which is what Hillary Clinton was trying to uh, forward, that Donald Trump and his campaign was involved in Alpha Bank. The FBI knew it was fake in 2017. The FBI investigated whether there were cyber links between the Trump organization and Alpha Bank, but had concluded by early February 2017 there were no such links. Today, we get the official report from John Durham, or yesterday, I should say, that uh, that was right. I'm looking at this uh, page from the uh, report released yesterday. Catherine Herridge had uh, highlighted, very much like I make notes on some of these reports, just to keep track. The Crossfire Hurricane team received a report 112 on or about November 6, 2016, from a Mother Jones journalist through then-FBI General Counsel James Baker. Uh, and then it says here, the FBI investigated whether there were links, cyber links, between the Trump Organization and Alpha Bank, but had concluded by early February 2017 there were no such links. The uh, supervisory intel analyst told us that he factored the Alpha Bank Trump server allegations into his assessment of Steele's reporting. And this, this is going to seem a little convoluted and hard to understand. So I've done that work for you uh, by spending a lot of time reading about it and uh, trying to understand it, listening to uh, the words of others. We know that the Clinton campaign paid to infiltrate Trump Tower. Why now servers to link Trump to Russia? This is according to Durham. Top Executive One and his associates exploited this arrangement by mining the EOP's DNS traffic and other data for the purpose of gathering derogatory information about Donald Trump. That was what it was all about. It was a fishing expedition. And then it ended up becoming something completely fake. Plausible fraud, essentially. 
This is according to the John Durham filing. Okay. Uh, The indictment against uh, this lawyer, Sussman, Michael Sussman, says he told the FBI general counsel, James Baker, in September 2016, less than two months before the 2016 election, that he was not doing any work for any client. Now, this is where he is being charged with lying to Congress. He was employed by a U.S.-based Internet company and the Clinton campaign. See, that's why he's been charged. Durham's filing said Sussman's billing records reflect that he repeatedly billed the Clinton campaign for his work on the Russian Bank One allegation. So he lied. The filing revealed that Sussman and the tech executive have met and communicated with another law partner, uh, Mark Elias, who worked at the law firm Perkins Coie, Hillary Clinton's law firm. So are you starting to get this? Because, you know, I had to digest this just like you. I'm not an expert on this. I'm not a legal expert. I'm not a lawyer. Tech Executive One also enlisted the assistance of researchers at a U.S.-based university, who were receiving and analyzing large amounts of Internet data in connection with the pending federal government cybersecurity research contract. I think if you're looking for the name of the university, just look for a university that's named a building after Hillary Clinton lately. Probably like the the Hillary Clinton uh, Internet Cybersecurity Institute. Uh, That would be the university that got the money from Perkins Coie and the Clinton campaign. Tech Executive One asked these researchers to mine Internet data to establish an interference and a narrative tying then-candidate Trump to Russia. In doing so, Tech Executive One indicated that he was seeking to please certain VIPs. And the VIPs are uh, Hillary Clinton and her multiple personalities, I'm assuming. Duran also writes that during Sussman's trial, the government will establish that among the Internet data tech executive one and his associates exploited was domain name system Internet traffic pertaining to Trump Tower being surveilled and, of course, Donald Trump's Central Park West apartment building surveilled and the executive office of the president of the United States. So all of them were surveilled by tech executive one, some university students or whatever uh, in the Hillary Clinton campaign. Yeah, yeah. And all this was to distract from Hillary Clinton. Yeah, yeah. The smoking gun story broke on October 31st, 2016. That is important because it came three days after then-FBI Director James Comey informed Congress the FBI was investigating new information related to the Clinton email scandal. Thus, Clinton's campaign seized on the story to distract from its own problems. That's why the investigation happened. That's why there was mining for derogatory information about Donald Trump. It was, as I said, oh, I don't know, several years ago, a distraction from the real Russia collusion, which was Hillary Clinton and Russia and emails and Uranium One, and hundreds of millions of dollars to her foundation from Russian oligarchs. All of that has been proven true. That said, and I hope it has been too convoluted, we're going to get into some audio featuring the White House deputy uh, spokesperson, Corinne Jean-Pierre, yesterday, John Ratcliffe, former National Intelligence Advisor. We've got uh, Cash Patel uh, talking about it, and all of this is going to make sense. But realize what you are seeing unfolding before you is the biggest scandal with regard to spying on a president in the history of American politics. This makes Watergate look like child's play. And that's, of course, the ultimate cliche. Everybody compares everything to Watergate. Well, uh, Watergate was ham-handed compared to the organization behind this cyber Watergate. 
This is the uh, Deputy Secretary, uh, uh, Press Secretary, Jean, uh, you know, it's actually Karine Jean-Pierre, and uh, she dodged any, uh, any attempt to answer questions. The Durham investigation. Um, does the President have any concerns about a candidate for President uh, using computer experts to infiltrate computer systems um, of competing candidates or even the President-elect to you for the goal of creating a narrative? Is that something that... That's something I can't speak to from this podium, so I, I refer you to the Department of Justice. Can you step away from the podium and answer the question then? Described in that report, monitoring internet traffic, is, is that spying? Again, I can't speak to that report. <laughs> you, I, I refer you to the Department of Justice. Yeah, yeah. With monitoring internet traffic, I answer not going to change. I refer you to the Department Yeah, I refer you to somebody else. So pass the buck. It's called passing the buck, ladies and gentlemen. Here is uh, John Ratcliffe. He is the, was the former director of national intelligence. He said that he told uh, Obama and Biden, Obama and Biden, about this uh, years ago. He briefed President Obama and Vice President Biden and uh, other members of the national security team about this specific intelligence um, that John Durham now has about a Hillary Clinton plan to uh, falsely accuse and vilify Donald Trump with a, a scandal. So uh, Barack Obama and Joe Biden both knew about this attempt by the Hillary Clinton camp to frame Donald Trump. Uh, and the discussion uh, around that and, and whether or not uh, it was good intelligence. And so everything that, that happened after that bill is, is one of the reasons that John Durham is investigating. Bill Barr, John Durham, and I all looking at this intelligence agreed that there was not a proper predicate to open a criminal investigation into the Trump campaign. Into the Trump campaign. There was no evidence. Thank you very much. And yet that happened. So those are the issues that, that John Durham is looking at. You know, and I uh, and I think there'll be many more. I, I would expect there to be quite a few more indictments uh, because of that. There was not a proper predicate to begin that investigation. Okay. John Durham has said that publicly already. Boom, 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 boom. Hillary Clinton is and always has been a shyster, a charlatan, a liar, a sociopath, not a good person. I followed her entire career. I started writing for Rush Limbaugh, writing satire for Limbaugh, when, uh, when Bill Clinton was running for president. And I saw the Rose Law Firm, and I saw Trading Cattle Futures, and then I could go on and on. And then all those people that the Clintons killed. Uh, statements Hillary Clinton made just one week before the 2016 presidential election resurfaced over the weekend. And after the damning report from John Durham, she, she played along. In a second social media blast, Clinton's campaign claimed Trump has a secret server that was set up to communicate privately with a Putin-tied Russia bank. Now we know that was untrue. Now we know the secret server was Hillary Clinton's, and it was being used to infiltrate and spy on Donald Trump's campaign, transition team, and ultimately his White House. But we're not getting a, an apology from, uh, from Leslie Stahl. So the biggest scandal was when they spied on my campaign. They spied on my no, campaign. There's no e real evidence of that. Of there's also no, no, there's also no real evidence. Sir. They spied on my campaign and they no, Can I say something? You know, this is 60 Minutes. And we can't put on things we can't no, verify. Because it's bad for Biden. We can't Look, put on things we can't verify. Okay, so they can't put on things that they can't verify. But yet the mainstream media says that the, uh, the, the 2020 election was a big lie. Okay? Can they verify that? Have they interviewed anybody, the over 1,000 people who had uh, sworn affidavits that they saw election fraud? How about that? 
How about January 6th? How about the infiltration of January 6th and the fact that uh, January 6th protesters were let into one of the most secure buildings in the history of mankind? How about that? How about all that? Do you have, did you really, really do your research on that? Or did you just decide the election fraud didn't exist and it was a big lie to say if you thought it did? Or that uh, there was no evidence that uh, the January 6th protesters, by the way, Trump supporters are always peaceful. They've never had a violent outburst during any of Trump rallies. So none of this would make sense. But unfortunately, Leslie Stahl and her ilk don't have the journalistic integrity or curiosity to go after their stories. Rather, they just make stuff up, and then they act surprised when the truth comes out. (laughs) Former chief investigator of the Trump-Russia collusion probe for the House Intelligence Committee under then-Representative Devin Nunes, by the way, who is now in charge of uh, Donald Trump's new uh, social media company, said uh, this filing on Monday by Durham definitely shows that Hillary Clinton campaign directly funded and ordered its lawyers at Perkins Coie to orchestrate a criminal enterprise to fabricate a connection between Trump and Russia. Here is uh, Cash Patel talking to my buddy Greg Kelly on Newsmax about what is next and uh, will the media apologize? <laughs> sure, right. Russiagate was with the Steele dossier. This makes Watergate look like a parking citation. They spied and they used money from opposition research to go ahead and spy on a sitting president at his White House and his candidate. What's going to happen is these these mainstream media are going to ignore this story for a few more days, and then they're going to start personally attacking us, me, Devin, the president, like they did three or four years ago. And then they're going to be forced to correct their stories in hiding on late on a Friday night when no one's looking and say, oh, we might have gotten that Spygate thing wrong. And we uh, we were totally wrong when we said Trump was not spied on. Um, and there's no way the Hillary Clinton campaign paid for any of it. They were wrong on all counts. So there's going to be impossible for them to admit it. But thankfully, your show is going to help, um, you know, hold them to their feet to their fire. And my show will do that too. Thank you very much because they're not going to get away with it. Not going to get away with it. More with Cash Patel, John Radcliffe. Then we will get into kids and in masks and Democrats clinging to punishing children and abusing children in schools despite allowing all adults to experience freedom. They want children to suffer. This is real. I'm not playing with words. I'm not trying to be hyperbolic. This is child abuse. It will be exposed as child abuse. And the people who perpetrated it should be held accountable. Hey, it's Rob Carson for Stamps.com. You know, my days are structured with uh, doing my show prep, my show, running on my daughter, to driving lessons, hitting the store, the gym. And right in the middle of all of this, I suddenly need to deliver a package to the post office. I don't have time for this. If there's one thing I've learned from the past year and a half, it's you can get a lot done from home. And with Stamps.com, I don't have to go to the post office. And I'll save money. Yeah, I'll save money. With Stamps.com, you can mail or ship anytime from your home computer, send letters, uh, ship packages, pay less, a lot less with discounted rates from UPS or the USPS. With Stamps.com, you can print official U.S. postage shipping labels without leaving your home or your, or your office. And you won't need fancy equipment, just a computer and your standard printer. What makes it even better is Stamps.com offers deals you can't get anywhere else, like up to 40% off USPS and up to 66% off UPS shipping rates. Stop wasting time running to the post office and standing in line and go to Stamps.com like I have. There's no risk, and with my promo code, Newsmax, 
You get a special offer that includes a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Newsmax. That's Stamps.com, promo code Newsmax. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Here is Senator Mark Rubio talking about the Durham report on Monday at Hillary Clinton spying on the Trump campaign transition team and presidency. This is a big deal. I mean, it, it's shocking to me that this is not receiving more coverage in the press. I don't think any of the Sunday shows mentioned it. Is that shocking? But what we're talking about here is not simply the, you know, the, the probe using data scientists to make up a story or links to between Trump and Russia, but the White House. Apparently, there was a private company that had a contract to manage servers for the president of the United States and the White House, and they were sharing information to help build a narrative for a political operation. They spied. And you know why? The, if, if this is all proven true. It would be one of the biggest political scandals in American history. It would be a crime, no doubt about it. And it would tell you why these people think they can get away with it. Oh, it will be, Marco. It may not be before November, but it's going to be. They think they can get away with it because the media will not report on it. If this was the other way, if this was a story about the, how the Trump campaign had hired some data experts and others to go out there and, and do this to a, a President Clinton, this would be like we wouldn't be able to talk about anything else around Yep, and this is what happens when the news media is in bed with the Democrat Party, with the uh, the big social media. This is what happens to countries as they descend into totalitarianism. For instance, let me give you an example. Atlantic Broadband Cable. They changed their name to Breezelide. They are offering cable and internet service uh, in the state of Maryland. Pretty big concern. They just dropped Newsmax from their cable lineup. This despite the fact that Newsmax is the fourth highest rated cable news channel in America. This despite them still carrying 11 liberal news channels like CNN and MSNBC. They are censoring Newsmax even though Newsmax has higher ratings than 80 channels in their basic guide. And you can do something about it if you are one of these customers. All you got to do is give them a call and say, we drop your service unless you put Newsmax back on. Here's a number, 844-574-8435, 844-574-8435. Tell them you want Newsmax, great hosts like Greg Kelly, Sean Spicer, me, me, I have a show. You can go to dropatlantic.com or dropbreezeline.com to find out more on how you can fight back. But it's nonsense. It's nonsense. And this is going to blow up. People are, heads are going to roll. We talked to Kat Kamek. She's a representative from the state of Florida yesterday. And she, she knows that heads are going to roll. Indictments are going to come. People are going to go to jail. Here's a little bit more from Cash Patel. He was uh, former chief investigator of the Trump-Russia probe for the House Intelligence Committee uh, under then-representative uh, Devin Nunes. Here he is talking about the scope of this Durham uh, investigation and the findings that came out on Monday. Oh, wow, Greg. Thanks for having me. And I don't know where to be. Again, look, as the guy who unraveled the Russiagate investigation as the chief investigator during Chairman Nunes, he, he and I have been talking. We've been talking to the president. None of us thought it could get this bad. They literally, as you let off, a private entity on behalf of a political opponent, Hillary Clinton, paid for access to the entire White House compound to infiltrate the servers of not just the office of the president, the National Security Council, the National Economic Council, the Trade Council, and the office of the vice president of the United States. Now, we all felt vindication when the Russia collusion hoax was finally uh, exposed. No media members, no of, none of the mainstream media have ever come forward and said, yeah, you know, we really screwed up. We followed that. We were wrong. Uh, particularly Rachel Maddow, who just happened to be on vacation for a couple months after being the biggest parrot 
for Russia collusion. Now we find not only was there no Russia collusion between Trump and Russia, which would make no sense whatsoever, because again, and I'm the only person saying this, Russia has no compelling interest to having Donald Trump in the White House. They need a weak leader. They need a leader who will give them a pipeline so they can control energy flow into Europe. They need a leader who can give them a pipeline so once again the United States of America is importing Russian crude oil. That's what they need. That's what they're getting. So it made no sense from the get-go from my uh, standpoint as a layperson and a talk show host and an opinion maker. From the beginning, I said it was nonsense, and I was right. Here's Cash Patel. And we are now finding out, thankfully, to John Durham's utilization of grand juries and federal prosecution powers. That's why it's taken so long, because we finally have a prosecutor who's willing to take it to the mats. And to uncover the fact that uh, this story is the biggest political scandal and criminal scandal in U.S. history um, just helps the mainstream media sweep it under the rug. But John Durham has interviewed 24 people in the grand jury to include CIA case officers, FBI agents and directors, leadership in the Clinton campaign cycle, and they've indicted her lawyer. So this is just starting. It's how you build a criminal conspiracy case, and they're not going to be able to ignore indictments when they start. Once they start coming in, yeah, it's just glorious. It is glorious, and I've I've likened all of these scandals, all of these these bits of truth coming from networks like Newsmax, great uh, reporters. Uh, like Catherine Herridge and others. And here are the mainstream media, big social media, and uh, the Democrats all attempting to put out a twister board where each of the little circles is catching fire. So a little bit of truth over here with regard to uh, uh, January 6th. That's on fire. So one of the, you know, the Democrat Party or mainstream media has to go over and put that one out. Oh, there's another fire over there, uh, left foot yellow. And that's about uh, that Russia collusion and Hillary Clinton. Well, let's put that out. We'll try to put that out. Well, that one's fully inflamed, and there's no turning back on this. There's no turning back on it. Here is John Ratliff, former uh, director of national intelligence, talking about that. I, I think based on the allegations, um, uh, a tech executive and tech company used what was originally lawful access uh, into uh, government servers, but to, to gain information and to use it for an unlawful purpose. So what John Durham's pleading talks about is that Hillary Clinton's lawyer, Michael Sussman, took this information from the tech executives um, and pitched it to the FBI as evidence um, uh, of uh, Trump-Russia uh, connections that simply weren't true and that the lawyer, Michael Sussman, and the tech executive knew not to be true. And the FBI knew it was not true as well. They went ahead and they went to a FISA court four times and got uh, surveillance warrants for uh, Donald Trump and his uh, campaign, uh, for his transition team, and for his White House. Here's Tom Fitton in 2019. So they had four FISA applications, the initial application and three renewals, targeting President Trump. We now know, based on no evidence, there was nothing, no evidence of collusion. Nothing. No evidence of collusion. Wow. Uh, and the FISA court never held one hearing on it. Uh -uh. So they had four different judges <laughs> just rubber stamp it, which is a scandal in and of itself. Oh, yeah. On top of that, we uncovered that Christopher Steele, the Clinton uh, foreign spy working for Fusion GPS, met with the FBI 13 times in 2016 Listen. during the campaign. Yeah. 11 of those times he was paid. So you had the FBI paying Steele at the same time the Clinton 
DNC operation was paying Steele. Absolutely incredible. One more soundbite from John Ratliff, former director of national intelligence. I've been saying there'd be indictments before there were any. And, and the folks that have been indicted, uh, uh, that does relate to intelligence that I shared with John Durham. And based on more intelligence that has not yet been declassified, I would expect there to be, um, frankly, uh, quite a few more uh, indictments. I Bring think it. this conspiracy, and I do think there was a criminal conspiracy, um, uh, is, is broad and, and deep. And you I remember hope that... Uh, you know, obviously, John Durham is moving carefully. Yes. Um, but I would expect and anticipate, based on the intelligence that I've seen, that there would be uh, quite a few more indictments. Remember all the times that uh, the mainstream news media, Rachel Maddow, who's now on a two-month vacation, oddly enough, said that they could not wait till uh, Donald Trump was behind bars, till he was indicted, and all that. There was never any evidence. There was never any evidence. But I'm going to tell you. After this election in November, I am going to party like it's 1999 times a thousand as all of these creeps, these moles, these lying, scum-sucking, what's the word? Scum-sucking swamp dwellers. How's that? Yeah, I made sure make that into a bumper sticker. Are, uh, are indicted and then uh, prosecuted, found guilty, and punished. I'm going to look forward to all of that stuff. Okay, uh, let's move on to uh, the Canada, the uh, the truckers' convoy. Because uh, yesterday, Canadian, uh, uh, I'll just call him uh, Chancellor, uh, Justin Trudeau invoked the Emergencies Act on uh, on Monday to in an effort to crack down on protesters that have shut down parts of Ottawa. Uh, here is a little bit of Justin Trudeau's speech yesterday telling uh, Canadians that their bank accounts could be seized and other uh, sundry punishments. He says anybody who's involved in the uh, truckers' uh, strike uh, could have their bank accounts seized by authorities. He also said their uh, tractor trailers could be towed away and their, uh, their licenses to be truck drivers taken away. And you could spend a year in jail on a $100,000 fine. There you go. And uh, it was very well received in Ottawa uh, by a crowd of sycophants. <laughs> Uh, here's Christia Friedland, the Deputy uh, Prime Minister of Canada. Oh, talking about, listen, you can take money from people. You can, you can take their livelihood from them without a court order. This is a, uh, the class of 1968's wet dream. We are directing Canadian financial institutions. I meant moist dream. To review their relationships with anyone involved in the illegal blockades and report to the RCMP or CSIS. As of today. Listen to this a bank or other financial service provider will be able to immediately freeze or suspend an account without a court order. Wow. I, I think I need to hear that again. I, I think I need to hear that again. Able to immediately freeze or suspend an account without a court order. See, this is why I keep as little money as I can in the bank. No, actually, it's just because I don't have a lot of money in the bank. <laughs> uh, here is uh, the Deputy Secretary of Canada, or Prime Minister, I should say, or Chancellor of Canada, wrapping things up yesterday. This is about following the money. This if 
you talk very deliberately and slowly, it still doesn't make you less of an idiot or a totalitarian. This is about stopping the financing of these illegal blockades. We are today... It's not, it's not a blockade. It, in downtown Ottawa, it's glorified traffic fines. That's what it's all about. Serving notice. If your truck is being used in these illegal blockades... She's speaking very slowly again. Your corporate accounts will be frozen. There you go. Uh, here is uh, Justin Trudeau. Oh, this is fantastic. Are you ready for this? This is Justin Trudeau. He's so dreamy. He's got that wavy hair. Oh, my God. He's got model good looks. He's fantastic. And, of course, Democrats always fall for that crap. Here he is. I believe this was on the, uh, the campaign trail. I'm talking about who he admires in the world. I want you to stop everything you're doing and listen very carefully to this. Even with Sun TV watching for any slip, he was asked which country he most admired and referred to China. There's a level of... Well, no kidding! ...of uh, admiration I actually have for China. Um, because their you know, basic dictatorship is allowing them... Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen to this! Because their you know, basic dictatorship is allowing them... Uh, to actually turn their economy around on a dime and say we need to go green as fast as we need to start, you know, investing in solar. Yeah. I mean, there is a flexibility that I know Stephen Harper. There's just something you can do when you can take your political opponents and send them to a death camp and murder them and then put them in a crematoria. That uh, you know it gives them a certain amount of freedom with regard to the economy. I must dream about of having a dictatorship that he could do everything he wanted. Uh, <laughs> oh, all the Canadians, they laugh around. Ha, 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 they laugh at the dear leader. Oh, the dear leader is so funny. He said that he loves China. Ha, ha. Oh, he is so glorious. Wow, just wow. I couldn't think of somebody I want to talk more to about the uh, Durham investigation and what was released on Monday than this man right here has been way ahead of it. We heard earlier in the show, literally about 20 minutes ago, Tom Fitton in 2019, nailing this, absolutely knowing this. He's not a soothsayer. He's just a man who pursues the facts and pursues truth, and he is with Judicial Watch, which is a gift from God, and Tom Fitton joins us on the Newsmax hotline. Tom, welcome to the show. Hey, good to be with you again. I don't Tom. know what I said in 2019, but depending on what it is, I fully agree with it. <laughs> Well, it was essentially um, saying what, what they are saying right now with regard to uh, collusion, uh, with regard to FBI's knowledge, Hillary Clinton's knowledge, uh, that the uh, Trump campaign was, was not uh, colluding with Russia in any way, shape, or form. Let me just ask you this before we uh, go further. Do you feel vindicated yet? Oh, I, I'm further vindicated. You know, those of us who are questioning, questioning this have been questioning it for some time. I mean, what was announced uh, this past a few days is bad, but what we already know is worse. You know, does it get any worse than the FBI spying on the president of the United States, talking about wearing a wire on him, thinking of ways to drive him out of office using the 25th Amendment? Does it get any worse than Obama sicking his FBI on the uh, opposition candidate seeking to succeed him? I mean, what Hillary did, it's bad. 
uh, but not as bad as what I'm talking about. Tom, and, and that's another thing that I, I'm not hearing from a lot of people is that uh, Barack Obama and Joe Biden knew fully well uh, that the information they were receiving from John Brennan with regard to Russia collusion with Donald Trump was a lie. They knew it a long time ago. Are you shocked by the scope of it or is this just, nah, I've been saying it? Look, it's disturbing that you have a, a private entity, uh, the Clinton campaign operation, gaining insight into the executive office of the president's computer servers, as uh, Durham's filing seems to suggest, uh, and then rock, runs with it to the CIA, and no one in the CIA uh, deems it worthy to at least alert authorities about. And it raises questions about who allowed this to take place to begin with. So. What we knew is already bad, or as I've been saying, it's been pretty bad. Uh, this is just more more information that what Hillary Clinton did uh, was, uh, at least people around her in the least, was highly illegal. I mean, if, if what Durham's alleging is true, there were significant crimes committed, and I hope he follows up on them. Well, I would assume that he will, and I've heard that there's more to come. What do you think is going to happen as we approach the election of 2022 and after? Well, you know, I think when all comes out, you're going to see unprecedented obstruction uh, because we saw it with the investigations that Congress is trying to conduct this obstruction. I'm sure Durham is running into that, and I'm sure COVID kind of delayed things. Mm -hmm. uh, but he does need to speed it up. And uh, if this is the beginning, it's great. If it's the end, it's not sufficient. I hope that it's not the end. I'm hoping it's actually just the beginning. Uh, and so I have said that I believe that this this uh, pursuit of Russia collusion between Trump and Hillary was an attempt to cover up the real collusion between Hillary Clinton and Russia. Is that what you believe? Look, I think it was about keeping yourself out of the sights of uh, a significant prosecution. And uh, she had these emails that she was trying to hide, all of them. Yes. And as we uncovered, we, A, forced out the emails. Uh, they showed uh, classified information had been taken improperly, and uh, he, she was trying to delete information. And as you're pointing out, there was all this pay-to-play going on. And so to avoid prosecution for that, what do you do? You make up stuff about your, about, about your yeah. opponent. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's what you were referencing in the beginning. Brennan, they had intelligence information. That's exactly what she did. And reportedly, he went in and briefed Obama and Biden on this. And this, that's been out for a year plus, by the yeah, way, yeah. that that briefing yeah. took place. So what's frustrating about this is that there's so much out there that's outrageous that has yet to been acted upon. And uh, but it does go back to her emails. Isn't that interesting? You know, yes, they make it is. fun of us and they make fun of Judicial Watch for being focused on her emails. <laughs> you know, the old joke, butter emails, butter emails indeed. Yeah. I think the FBI, uh, the deep state, uh, they were looking for any thread they could pursue to take the FBI off of investigating Hillary Clinton's email scandal. And it appears to work, have worked. It worked beautifully, Tom. Nobody's talking about her email server anymore. Nobody's talking about her and her staff erasing all of the information. So it appears to have worked quite well until yesterday. Well, she was never prosecuted for the emails, and the Trump administration didn't want to open it up again because uh, the Justice Department was frozen investigating him, yeah. uh, harassing him uh, through Mueller and, and uh, you know, through the, all of this other skullduggery that was going on with these other agencies, such as the CIA. It was an incredible situation. And, 
Hillary's back. You know, evidently she wants to run again. Uh, and her top people are in the Obama White House, uh, namely uh, Jake Sullivan, National Security Advisor, who was yes. implicated in some of these Russiagate lies. Susan Rice, um, another uh, person out of the Clinton State Department, is a top official in the uh, Biden White House. So, you know, she's, she's not only back, but, you know, as I was telling someone else today, she never left, really. No, and uh, the the media is still, they still have her back. Um, the Justice Department still has her back. Uh, you've got people, uh, you know, like Merrick Garland in power uh, that uh, they are they are towing the party line. The FBI is still towing a party line, uh, still punishing people who, uh, who are not guilty. Uh, we've still got January the 6th protesters in uh, jail in Washington, D.C. without trial. The swamp needs to be drained, uh, Tom. And, and the number one question that I get from my listeners, and I feel you, are much more qualified, certainly, to answer this question. Will people pay for this? That's the number one question for Americans. They're angry about this. They see it. But will people finally pay for what they've done? What do you think? I think it's a challenge um, in our in the way our institutions have been corrupted to have prosecutions and the jailings of people um, who, you know, I think a lot of support, a lot of folks out there think ought to be prosecuted in jail. Um, there's a level of accountability short of that that we might be able to achieve. And certainly uh, a lot of that is because the Judicial Watch is independent work. But as long as there are groups like Judicial Watch, at least there's a chance, yes. however slight, that there's a more significant accountability besides, which is about as important as we can hope yes. for at this stage, figuring out what they exactly did. Yeah. Judicial Watch exists to expose the truth regardless of what is done with it. So if you're driven by wanting people to be punished for what they've done, then you don't have the power to do that. But what you are doing is exposing the truth. And it, it, it's got to be wonderful to be vindicated because uh, you are constantly in a state of defending yourself. You know, what keeps you going, Tom? I mean, you're, you're, what, what, what drives you to do what you do and what drives a judicial watch to do what they do? Well, personally, it's it's the Holy Spirit, right? There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, you know, but uh, seeking the truth is uh, is divinely inspired. I think that's true mm -hmm. for for everyone out there who's just mm -hmm. trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you know, look, all we can do is what we can do, and you know, we know there's information out there. There are these wonderful tools under the law still available to us. Yeah. We've got this great Constitution and our system of government that still allows groups like Judicial Watch. To go into court and uh, get documents, be on somewhat equal footing with powerful federal agencies, sue corrupt politicians, oh, th those are awesome tools that a few yeah. other countries make available to their citizenry. Yeah. Uh, and we're, by gosh, we're going to use it to protect our republic and educate the people about what's happening here in D.C. Uh, so they're better informed and we have a better country and a better constitution. Tom, finally, another question I get from uh, from listeners is, uh, you know, we've seen this descent into uh, totalitarianism, uh, the class of 1968 trying to realize its its grand uh, scheme for America. Do you feel like we're making some headway to turn the tide away from turning the country very, very left of center? Oh, I think it's still uh, tenuous as to where yeah. we stand on that. I think our republic is tottering. Uh, we're in a revolutionary period um, that the left is pursuing, and I, I fear that, uh, you know, when you see news about the Biden administration essentially saying anyone who questions Biden on elections or COVID are, is ter are terrorists, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, boy, you have to wonder, you know, is the revolutionary over? Is the revolution over? And they're running the agencies now completely? I, I don't think it's, it's over. These, these are ti- these are these are um, these are concerning times, to put it mildly. Absolutely, and we're seeing it reflected in Canada. It's kind of interesting that Canada's leading the way as far as free speech is concerned. Tom Fitton, thank you so much for your time today. Judicialwatch.org, and of course, uh, Tom, you have, uh, you are on Twitter um, at uh, uh, Tom Fitton. Of course, anywhere else you'd like to mention that you are present. I know you're on Getter as well, right? Yeah, we're on Getter. We're we're everywhere. Judicial Watch and Amen. and, and um, me, we're we're all over the place, and uh, we should all we should always uh, be active on any public square online, frankly, all of us. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for the time today. Great to to talk to you. Have a great weekend, okay? You too. Thanks, sir. It is time for me to go, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank you for listening today. The show is growing by leaps and bounds. Uh, If you would like to, and I would appreciate it if you do this, go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe to the show, and if you would, give me a review. Right now, I've got a lot of five-star reviews, and I greatly appreciate it. If you like the show, if you like the humor, you like the content, because I put a lot of content into this sucker, then please leave a nice review for me. That would be gigantic. That would be gigantic. Big things are coming, guys. I am blessed to be here. God bless you. God bless our police. God bless our military. Never forget Ashley Babbitt's name. And above all, don't catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.